Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. I love the fact that the classic line in there is the, the thing we call life is made up by people no smarter than us. And I think the brain power in this room can change everything about your life and your direction that you want to change. And so it all gets back down to this idea of what if. So here's a thought, okay? Your dream job does not exist. You have to create it. Your dream life doesn't exist. You have to fight for it. And that's why Mastery has built its brand on those two things. It is clearly about both. Just two months ago, there was a massive, massive poll that was concluded by the Gallup organization. This is mind-blowing. They surveyed 230,000 employed people. And they came up with the conclusion in the United States that only 13% of full-time employed people are engaged in their work and happy on the job. Worldwide, 71% of full-time employed people are disengaged, showing up, not happy, and going through the motions. That is, I mean, if you think about that, that is just unbelievable. And so what sales mastery is not, okay, and, and what it is, sales mastery is not, you know, about liking your job. It's about loving it. It's, it's not about, you know, liking your life. Uh, I mean, it really is and has to be about loving it. And, and in that whole kind of thought process, what it's really about is finding happiness on the journey. But look at this quote. The more we focus on our own personal happiness, the more it eludes us. We should concern ourselves not so much with the pursuit of happiness, but the happiness of pursuit. And that's what I really want for you tonight. I want you to, to be able to look at this and be able to say, you know, there's joy in just doing. There is joy every day in showing up. There's joy and happiness every day in going for whatever it is that <clears throat> I want to go for. And what, what this is about, what this whole what if is about, is you deciding. I mean, it's really about you deciding what you want. For example, okay, what if, just what if, you could wake up every day and actually look forward to working that day. I mean, every day. What if that were your possibility? What if that happened for you? What if, for example, okay, you were so good that you could get your results in half the time and have a blast on the job? I mean, what if that happened, right? What if you and your brand performance was so strong that people would line up for you like they're gonna line up for the iPhone 6, which was announced yesterday? What if that were kind of the reality that you created? I mean, think about it. What if you were your best, and you were the best, and your phone was ringing off the hook with builders and real estate agents that wanted to partner with you? I mean, what if that was a reality for you? I mean, think about that. What if you switched your entire thinking from being a loan officer to offering, offering personalized mortgage plans. I mean, just what would happen to your world if you just changed your thinking around that? 
And what if you did that so well for a long enough period of time that you could begin to say, you know, how many hours less could I work a day? How many minutes less could I work a day? How many days a week less could I work? And that's a very, very powerful question. So I was in Oklahoma about eight weeks ago and I was doing a very intense session around just this idea of what if. And I was working with 15 loan officers. And I was sitting down and I was talking with the guy that was running that particular region. And it was very interesting that last year, because he has asked what if, and he has focused on greatness, and he has built a great team, that his loan officers in 2013 averaged 177 funded transactions in the year. That's, that's monstrous, 177 transactions, every LO under his leadership, because they had asked the question, what if, and they had gotten really, really good. And the night before at dinner, I was talking with uh, one of their loan officers, her name was Heather, and uh, we were talking about her production, and she's an, a what if person, she's a boot camp graduate, she's asking these questions, and she said to me, she said, you know, anything is possible. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, I'm averaging 22 deals a month, and I'm working Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And so the question is, you know, what if that were your reality? I mean, how many of you are flat out, fired up, excited about working 50 or 60 or 70 hours a week? If you could work in 20 or 25 or 30 and, and get the same results, would that be a good thing? Obviously, right? Okay, and so it gets back to what if, it gets back to what you're thinking about, it gets back to, you know, what you want to decide and what you want to do in your business. And so what I want to talk about is stuff that I know for certain, okay? Um, I know for certain that your life is going to change. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when, and in many of the cases, you control the change, right? And so the question is, during any of those changes, what if you took control? What if you took control of your day? What if you took control of your agents? What if you took control of your process? What if you took control of the borrower experience? What if you took control? What if you just took control? It's not a negative thing, but what if you took control? I mean, if you took back control, what would your life look like? That's pretty powerful, okay? How about this? I mean, life is, I mean, it's just not about existing. Life is about being really, really good. What if you could be your best ever. I mean, what if that could be your reality? And what would be the two or three things right now that you need to be your best ever? What one thing could you do to have that kind of grit and that kind of determination and that fist, you know? I mean, what needs to happen for that to work out in your life? We can continue. I mean, the bottom line is you are going to face failure. The more you set the bar high, the more you're going to face failure. And so the question about what if is, you know, what if your entire definition of failure changed? I mean, what if an epic failure catapulted to you to exactly where you needed to be? I mean, that's the kind of thinking we need here tonight. And what's super powerful about where we're going and what we're doing is that you need to think about the arena, the battle. There's this great quote by Teddy Roosevelt, it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short and short again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. 
But who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement. And who at worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. So that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory or defeat. That is powerful. And the question is, if you're not in the arena, you can't face the battle. It's that straightforward. And so I want you to be thinking about, as we, as we kind of go along here, um, just about life. I mean, like, if you are the smartest person in this room tonight, there's a problem. You're in the wrong room. And, and the question is, who are you following? The question is, what if you had a new thirst for better ways to do business and to do life? I mean, what would it actually feel like and be like? if you had that new thirst, right? Here's, what, here's something that I know that's, that's super powerful. Nothing changes until something changes. I mean, what if you just made the changes you've been thinking about? What if that was all it took to make a change that you have been thinking about? You know, something else I know for certain is that the way you do anything is the way that you do everything. And so what if you changed your entire approach to getting things done? What would that look like? How would that feel? And this is powerful stuff. Um, what if, I mean, if you understood that boldness is an asset, what would happen if you got more courageous? Where are you not demonstrating just full-on courage? We had uh, Phil Black today in leadership, and he demonstrated the power of courage. Here's what I know for certain about what if is that we are not tapping our full potential. What if you really grasped that the payoff was 10 or 20 or 100 times what you thought it was going to be? What would happen if that were your reality? And see, what ends up going on with what if, what if, what if, is it's constant. It should never stop. I mean, what if is a pattern. It is a way of life. It is a, a question. What if you could be ridiculously happy? Okay, what if you could double your savings in a year? What if you gave your absolute best at work? What if, what if you lived as if everything was rigged in your favor? I mean, what if you were your top priority? What if you put you first? What if the intimacy in your relationship was as powerful as a locomotive? That's big. What if you could change the mortgage world? What if you could change the world? I mean, that's big. What if, I mean, what if you truly believe that your best days are ahead of you? What if you did? And what if your kids could actually support themselves? <laughs> Look at this text. Who's your provider besides me? LOL. Dad. Here's the bottom line, okay? The bottom line to this conversation tonight is that everything that has and everything that will change the world requires the question of what if? Everything. There's no exception to that. And I want you to know that the what ifs from yesterday are the what ifs that provide the possibilities for today. And we have to take a look at this. I mean, somewhere at some point in time, somebody asked, what if we could roll faster than we walk? And that one question, that one question caused the invention 
of the wheel. 3,500 years before Christ, the Mesopotamians said, hey, what if we could roll faster than we could walk? And they created the wheel. At some point in time, somebody in history said, what if we could fly? And the what if we could fly spawned creativity, and at the end of that discovery, we could fly. Somebody at some point in history asked the question, you know, and, and what if we didn't need a horse to get around, right? What if we just put a bunch of horses under a hood and they came up with the car? At some point, somebody said, why do we light a room with candles? What if? And bingo, here's the light bulb. You know, at some point in time, somebody said, what if we didn't have to use an outhouse? This is going to blow your mind. Do you know who asked that question? His name is Thomas Crapper. <laughs> and he invented the flushing toilet system. Have your lives been changed? Thomas Crapper. Talk about being born for destiny, right? <laughs> what if we could reinvent the mobile experience? This is the iPhone prototype in 1982. Steve Jobs asked that question. And here's the new iPhone. You're going to get yours, I guess, next week sometime, right? But somebody had to ask that question. And the what-ifs, the what-ifs, the what-ifs. What if we could reinvent the cab industry? Who, who wakes up in the morning and says, how could we reinvent the cab industry? Garrett Camp and Thomas Kalanick. And they invented Uber. Did you know that Uber today is valued at $20 billion? And it was started four years ago. Now, you ready? Watch this. Uber would not be possible without Henry Ford. And Henry Ford would not have done what he did without the Mesopotamians. Every what if from yesterday is a setup for a what if today. Check these two dudes out. I mean, they woke up one day and this is like, really? What if we reinvented the phone book? When was the last time you had a thought like that? Well, Russell Simmons and Jeremy uh, Stoppelman certainly had that thought, and they created Yelp, which has made the phone book obsolete. 